back to the Nutramedical Report. In the studio, we have my oldest son, Matthew, who's a uh, uh, chip off the old block. He's brilliant in many areas where I have very little knowledge. In fact, he's going to discuss some interesting things today. Uh, Matthew, welcome to the program now. You're in studio. Yep. <laughs> Microphone's right there. Go ahead, Matt. Tell us what, what do you want to talk about today. Well, it looks like uh, there was another terror attack in Germany, right? The right. expected continues to happen because there's being because nothing's being done <coughs> yeah. to deport these uh, seven thousand terrorists that they say that they have identified. Yeah, there's an amazing thing. They've been monitoring this guy and watching him, almost like you've got a uh, uh, you're hatching a Velociraptor, and you kind of wait until the Velociraptor comes out and then eats uh, somebody. It's like it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Well. <clears throat> I'm not even joking about that number of 7,000. Yeah. Uh, they've actually said that they've identified 7,000 people connected to Islamism, to Islamist terrorism in Germany. And yet, none of them have been deported. Why don't they shut them all into a civil detention camp? And why don't they use extreme, what I call vetting, like Donald Trump says, and metadata and just grab them wherever they are? And everybody that's, for example, <coughs> I said this before, everybody that is uh, Islamic in the country should have all of their social media, bank, everything should be monitored. And if well, there's any indication. Well, I honestly think that, like I said in the last time I was on the program, I don't think the solution is necessarily surveillance. I think that the main factor here is genetic. Speak a little bit closer to the mic. <coughs> I think the main factor is genetic, <clears throat> and so the best way to prevent this from happening and to vet the refugees is well, just to genotype them. Well, I think that yeah, I, I think you have a good point, but I think that intersecting metadata with genetics, you, you have a powerful combination because you're not going to get data. Like this guy that did the terrorism that was shot in Milan, um, they didn't have any data on him. In fact, they couldn't even get a proper passport documents to send them back to Tunisia. So I think that your system plus mine, which is metadata, which we have, uh, and intelligence, which the Europeans have and the Germans have, uh, the thing is they're just remiss because of their oversensitization regarding the uh, East German Spitznats. Uh, and, of course, you speak uh, fluent German, so you understand the German psyche. Uh, and you might even say some hellos to our German audience because I think they're second or third after America, after Canada. Well, uh, my view is that the, uh, I mean, in part, the Germans are, well, the, the government of Merkel doesn't take responsibility at all <coughs> for what it's done, bringing these refugees in. Right. It doesn't vet them sufficiently at all, clearly, because there's 7,000 terrorists in Germany. <clears throat> and it doesn't, uh, and, and even though it has all of this data, it's not using it. Right. It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, when I heard the, the whole list of things that they've been doing, monitoring this guy for several years, even doing crimes in Italy, he actually lit up, I think, their refugee uh, place in Italy, and they put him in prison for two years. Then they were going to deport him, but they couldn't because they didn't get the documents in time, so they just let him go loose. He ended up in Germany, and... For two years or so, they were monitoring him, trying to get arms to start some kind of jihad in Germany. It's like, you've got to be kidding. <clears throat> it's like Klebold and Harris uh, and Columbine, <coughs> making pipe bombs 
And everybody, including the police, knew the guys were making pipe bombs in their garage, but they didn't do anything about it. Well, I mean, the, the uh, I think it's even worse than Cleveland and Harris, because I don't know if it was... I mean, yeah, there were lots of signs there. There's lots of cases like that where... There are many cases where a psychologist or a counselor or even a teacher knows about some kid who's going to commit a school shooting and doesn't do anything to stop it because they underestimate the danger. It's the same sort of thing with these terrorists. They, they know that the danger is there, but they somehow convince themselves that these people are victims, and so their pity blinds them to the danger. Um, I think that's a very, um, what I call, um, uh, not very good excuse. I saw one of the military people make that excuse that Angela Merkel's father was a Christian pastor in East Germany, and there was a lot of persecution there, so she got a lot of pity. But after the number of crimes that have been going on, like in East France last year, I think maybe they should sort of get over their their pity argument. Well, <clears throat> obviously, it's not rational, uh, nor is it good in any way. If your pity for these refugees leads to the death of a bunch of innocent civilians in your own country, it's uh, obvious that. <coughs> The virtue of helping somebody who's in straits is negated about two or three times over by any of them not being stopped from <coughs> killing a bunch of random people at a market during Christmas time. Now, you remember this guy was from Tunisia where there's more Tunisian uh, heads of ISIS than any other specific national group, but there's no war zone in Tunisia, mm-hmm. and there's more recruiting for ISIS. There were 6,000 fighters from, from Tunisia, which is a relatively small North African country, uh, to uh, fight well, in the war uh, in Syria. By the way, with, ICE, with ISIS, which is supported by Qatar, Saudi Arabia, the Arab Emirates, well, the I mean, United why, States, why and Turkey. Even why are there even refugees from Tunisia to, to begin with? Exactly. It's not even anywhere near Syria, and it's uh, it doesn't make very much sense that they indiscriminately allow refugees from North Africa alongside refugees from Syria. Uh, I mean, Libya is pretty bad, but is the solution really to admit <coughs> refugees from Libya, or is it to uh, do something about the mess that the U.S. created there. Well, the U.S. did this mess because it's part of their game. <clears throat> well, Clinton was directly behind it. Well, you know the project for the new American century. Syria is a nation number six to fall, and Iran was supposed to be number seven, and Russia's interference has completely stopped that game. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... Uh, <coughs> main factor is probably just Donald Trump getting elected. If uh, Clinton had been elected, I bet you she would have continued, despite Russia. Well, I think the Duma met in Russia just uh, before the election, and they made the prediction that if Hillary Clinton got in, that we would be uh, heading toward a thermonuclear war with Russia. I know. So this kind of terrifying level of naivety is happening in many different areas, not only with regard to the 
love of refugees to the point of they, that they're blinded to the danger that lurks among them, but also uh, that people that many people actually voted <coughs> for and thought the rational choice to vote for was this lunatic, this paranoid Russophobe who was prepared to start World War III. I think one of the problems is we, we sometimes believe the narrative that, uh, uh, that somehow um, it wasn't obvious that these people are not just trying to, be, to pity the refugees. For example, Donald Trump's first response was very logical and businesslike to set up safe zones and get the Arab states to pay for it and to stabilize the country. In fact, if we collaborated more quickly with Russia and with the Iranian and Shiite militia, I saw an interview about four months ago on 60 Minutes when the lady who was obviously from South Africa, an interviewer, nailed the Air Force commander that only 15% of airstrikes are ordered by the Iraqi government because they won't collaborate with the Shiite militia from Iraq or the uh, Shiites from Iran who were actually in there trying to help with Peshmerga forces to clean out the rat's nest of these people taking over Ragah and these other places to set up these staging grounds for terrorism. Mm-hmm. And our Air Force were rebombing rubble and cities and towns that had been bombed hundreds of times, pretending that they were actually carrying out air campaigns, when in fact they were giving GPS coordinates. And she nailed them on the spot that they wouldn't collaborate with Peshmerga forces calling in airstrikes on specific GPS coordinates. So uh, I think America uh, under Obama is a criminal. I think that we have a mole, a Saudi mole, in Mr. Brennan and Mr. Obama are both Saudi moles. And I think that we have put ourselves in grave danger, and thank God we've got Trump in there who's going to clean up this mess. Because the, there may be a swamp in Washington, D.C., but there's a rat's nest in foreign policy and even in our military, and he's going to clean it up. Well, hopefully he succeeds at cleaning it out, although it's pretty uh, pervasive. I mean, you have Democrats and Republicans that are still every opportunity they get trying to start a war with Russia. <clears throat> you know, people like John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Uh, you know, I've renamed uh, John McCain. His name is now called John McCain. He actually posed with the ISIS forces training in 2011 in a town near Amman. <clears throat> so here's this guy smirking. Uh, I, I remember the, the pictures of him posing with them. The main thing <clears throat> that I criticize with John McCain is the fact that every opportunity he gets, he's he's trying to start a conflict with Russia, trying to ruin our diplomatic relationship with Russia, uh, or even openly, almost openly calling for a war. Lindsey Graham literally openly calls for us to start World War III with Russia. So <clears throat> I see, see, the problem is what's really obvious right in front of our face, we don't want to face it or even say it, that these people are psychotic, psychomaniacs, and they really want omnicide or death of a bunch of the population of Earth. Well, uh, <clears throat> I have to wonder about some of them, but... I don't wonder. As a, as a doctor, I can tell you, I look, uh, they fit all the criteria of a malignant psychopath. Well, looking at these, these people, some of them, I think, are paranoid, possibly somewhat schizophrenic. <clears throat> like uh, Clinton, for example, appears to have been <clears throat> pathologically paranoid about Russia. I think it's the same thing with McCain. Well, I, I heard that where the turning point was interesting. It was back, I think, around 2010 or nine, 
mm-hmm. when she had a delegation to go to Moscow, and she was trying to push the uh, LGBT agenda openly, along with George Soros organizations and, and the Orange Revolution. And Putin rebuked her publicly in Russia, and it really ticked her off. So it wasn't really all the military and the other stuff. It was the LBG agenda, because Putin's response was, we're not against gay and lesbians. We just don't publicly push it, and we all don't teach our children about this. We just uh, tolerate it, and uh, we don't make it a, a public issue. But Hillary Clinton, her real big issue that turned was a turning point that I heard from very good sources was that he ticked her off because he wouldn't push the LBG agenda. LGBT. And the thing is interesting yeah, well, that, that, but, 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 <coughs> that Trump I, is actually think, more, more tolerant of LBG than she is. I don't think Clinton <coughs> cares about any any minority rights. I don't think she cares about gays <coughs> or blacks. I mean, it's, she's racist yeah. herself. Oh, I agree with you. In so fact, uh, Trump is actually more tolerant when he said, remember, uh, <coughs> remember that athlete, yeah. what's his name, uh, Jenner? And uh, Jenner asked him if he could come down to the uh, to Trump Towers. He said, listen, you can come down anytime you want. Use any bathroom. I don't care. This is what Trump said. So Trump's attitude, in fact, there are a number of uh, Twitter yeah, well, and K- Facebook Caitlin people. Jenner has pr- been a pretty outspoken Trump supporter for a long yeah. time. Though. Yeah, but there's a lot of gay and lesbian groups who are actually tr- strong yeah. Trump supporters. Oh, yeah, like- but they're being support- suppressed by Facebook and Twitter. Because Trump basically says, well, I mean, I'm like, totally tolerant of Milo Yiannopoulos, he's actually, <coughs> from, he's actually a, uh, considered to be a leader of the alt-right, and he's gay. I yeah. mean, obviously, look, the whole uh, thing about being gay or black... It had nothing that, to do with it. And trying to trying to say that if you're gay or black, you have to be a Democrat... It's is, silly. It's the most incredible BS I've it, ever heard in my it? life. It's true. Like, what, what does your race or sexual orientation have to do with your political stances? It's nothing. It doesn't even make any sense. But... That's just one of the <clears throat> one of the tricks that Democrats have tried to use to gain votes recently is to shame people into voting for a Democratic candidate. Well, you know, when you actually look who she's taking money from, if you're gay or, or lesbian or alternative a lifestyle in Saudi Arabia or Qatar, you're thrown out the window or you're beaten <coughs> before yeah, Friday exactly. prayers. I mean, she might talk <clears throat> about Donald Trump being uh, having supporters who are whatever, but a bigot or a basket of deplorables, but... Uh, on the other hand, she takes money from governments like Morocco and Saudi Arabia that are you know, extremely discriminatory. Right. Um, yeah. In general, <clears throat> I think that uh, Hillary Clinton doesn't care about anything but power. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't believe that she was that she actually was affected by that in the sense that people think. I think she just uh, is hell-bent <coughs> on thwarting Russia from becoming a world power. Well, that can't happen. Uh, from, Russia, becoming a, from becoming you know, a superpower. Well, we, like you know, uh, Tim Alexander, uh, for all of his uh, uh, issues that sometimes upset people when he talks about his titles and so on, is a world-class expert on military hardware and tactics. In fact, he applied for a job under the State Department to actually be an expert advising and he's going to be sending some PowerPoints and so on through to the White House office because we have a back channel to get it through to him. Some information about tactics, weapons, and and uh, and military <coughs> procurement. Yeah. And, uh, and let me explain my policy here. He actually advised the Israeli government <coughs> when they put up the wall originally many years ago. But what the, the point is that we could not engage the Russians as they militarized and advanced their hardware for uh, their anti-ship systems, their S-400 systems, anti-aircraft mm-hmm. systems. If we tried to engage Russia right now in a in a battle, even in a, a single battle, say in the Middle East, our navy will go to the bottom of the 
Persian Gulf or the... I mean, that's the thing. In general, the quest to become the global superpower, like what the U.S., the EU, and Russia are all trying to do right now, is totally insane because it will lead to a conflict that will destroy both sides. Physically... Oh, absolutely. We'll kill the the majority of the population of both countries. See, I I don't see Putin as trying to recreate the Soviet Union. I see him as trying to create Tsarist Russia. Here's the thing. It's it's actually mostly been the European Union and the EU that have been initiating belligerent actions and insisting on constantly spreading. But uh, Russia has made a lot of alliances recently and has defended its its people, for instance, in Crimea. <coughs> yeah, we're 95% um, are I Russian. I don't, think, I don't think Russia's entirely innocent, but on the other hand, the way the U.S. responds to Russia is completely insane. Well, the State Department uh, director <coughs> made it's a statement like that, that oh, since the 1980s, he spent $5 billion trying to do regime change in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And then they put in this guy who's a dual uh, Israeli... Ukrainian citizen, they call him the chocolate king, but he's actually the prostitute and the drug king. Uh, and this guy's a criminal. And they put him in <coughs> well, there, I and the people that are backing him are literally neo-Nazis. I mean, that's just crazy yeah, stuff. Svoboda was literally a neo-Nazi <coughs> person that started. <coughs> right. And, uh, I mean, these... Uh, <coughs> that's, that's, I mean, there's just so much irony and hypocrisy in everything that people like Hillary Clinton do. You can't believe that. I don't. You can't assume that they believe in anything except for power. Well, well you can see that obviously that's all that she cares about. I mean, obviously, when you look at the fact that she tries to characterize Trump supporters as neo Nazis, and then she has been a supporter of uh, Svoboda, which is literally a neo Nazi neo Nazi party. I mean, they literally do the Deutsch stuff. <coughs> <laughs> They literally use Germanic runes as their symbols and things I, like that. Yeah. I mean, and then you have, uh, like, uh, the, the LGBT thing or the, the racial thing, and then here she is, according to several people who've known her, saying racist things all the time back. Yeah, behind the scenes, you mean with her own staff. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's kind of a... It's <coughs> thing so, the- look, no, I mean, nobody should... Anybody who buys into all of this emotional manipulation... Needs to think twice about the real character of these politicians. They don't care about. They're not offended by anything. These people are total psychopaths. They just care about power. Now I see. A, I see Donald Trump as the anomaly, because he's lost money, he's lost a public position. He used to be on the, on the face of all kinds of magazines. I mean, I saw a display there. This man has lost a lot of, uh, in a sense, his public persona uh, by actually stepping forward as a, I call a blue crawler billionaire. And what I heard is that a number of generals went to him and said, look, you've got to save the nation. Obama is literally deconstructing the nation. And, uh, I mean, he went from three missiles down to one in our nuclear forces. He's literally unilaterally decreasing our military. Uh, for example, this morning I heard that we need 30,000-plus uh, airmen uh, for servicing our, our current uh, air force, and we're in dire straits right now. We couldn't engage in a war. It's ridiculous. So Obama is a pl- blight on the nation. He's, and these generals went to him and begged him. And, he, and well, Trump had been a I, th- I think the main danger wasn't from Obama. 
But from Clint, you, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Stattmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at NumanaRepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N. NNARepublic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. It's time for you to have your own custom smartphone app for your business and pay way less than you can imagine. Introducing the I Can Get To Silent Salesman mobile marketing app, a global mobile marketing and communication tool for your business. Go to appsapart.com and learn how you could earn up to $36,351 or more per month just by inviting two people or less into a $14.95 per month program. Go to appsapart.com and be sure to watch the video at the top of the site and listen to the audio message from the CEO near the bottom. This is something you won't want to miss. Go to appsapart.com now or call 646-860-9540. That's 646-860-9540. Get the I can get too. That's I-C-A-N-G-E-T, the number two, silent salesman app at appsapart.com. That's A-P-P-S-A-P-A-R-T.com. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's life support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's life support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Welcome back, and Matthew will join us in just a moment. Uh, we want to hear your calls and questions. This is the last day before the Christmas holidays, and a couple of announcements I want to make. Number one, I have got uh, the employee uh, stuff yesterday, the affiliate uh, Nutramedical uh, store, the Nutramedical store for Amazon. And again, this is specific products we don't carry that we want you to be able to have access to at great prices. It will also help support our, our job here at Nutramedical because we get a small uh, commission for the sales there. 
and whether there are things like the hydro uh, floss, which is a uh, device for flossing your teeth, the Sinopulse Elite, which, by the way, we used to market exclusively with uh, uh, the uh, ENT <coughs> specialist from Oklahoma City who developed it many years ago mm-hmm. before it became national, and some other technology. And you'll see uh, home care, um, you'll see sporting activity, things like, like copper braces for knees, things like that. And these are ones that I personally endorse. Do purchase them through now, our, our link, and I think that's going to be very helpful. Our sale, by the way, is going to be uh, the next week on Thursday, the 29th right through to uh, January 3rd. So that's going to be excellent. That's going to be a fantastic and sale. I heard that uh, <coughs> some messages were left with questions for me uh, at RBN. If you have questions for me, you should leave them on my uh, phone, 951-212-3777. I don't get RBN's messages myself. RBN yeah. would have to relay those to me. Or they can send you to an email uh, or link on your website, which is? <clears throat> which is MatthewDeagle.com. Just yeah. M-A-T-T. Yeah, because I know there are a number of two questions. H-E-W-D-E-A-G-L-E.com. <clears throat> right. And by the way, Matthew, I want to work with you on producing a, a video presentation. We'll send through Bart Goldberg, who is the co-founder mm-hmm. of A4M, who's a personal friend of Donald Trump, and we'll get this material through and also to Roger Stone uh, directly through to Donald because I think extreme vetting, when you don't have any data on the background of these people, the genetic vetting and the uh, what I call metadata approach, which, by the way, we already have data, the combination of the two. uh, um, My my view is that with the genetic stuff, uh, there's no, the, the, the current procedures aren't sufficient. We have to... We have to actually have something like a Manhattan Project to address the genetics of religious fanaticism and aggression. Uh, and it's not just, when you think of religious fanaticism, this doesn't mean that these genetics are tied to belief in God. Right. It's falsely called the God gene. In reality, it's the gene that leads to fanaticism and delusionality. And a lot of the religions <coughs> nowadays are actually not even theistic. They're atheistic religions like uh, social justice, Marxism, and feminism are not... They are religions, right? They're cults, which actually interfere with scientific research and conceal scientific facts. <coughs> I mean, uh, for example, feminists, which I consider... Now, the idea of... I, don't think that, I, don't, I do not equate feminism with equal rights for women. I think that women's suffrage uh, to vote, that uh, the equal rights of women are all great things... And these are all necessary things for a fair society. <coughs> I, I actually have pretty, I have pretty uh, liberal views on a lot of these issues, but feminism is not the same thing as women's rights or equality for women, and it's falsely used as a label for research <coughs> and academic writings, just relating to females in general and female psychology and so forth. But this has allowed. Uh, this uh, religion or cult of feminism to infiltrate academia by association. So because academics who work on equal rights for women and on uh, helping women get out of actual oppressive situations such as are common in third world countries (coughs) is equated with the religion or cult of feminism, uh, people who are extremely delusional and anti-science are able to infiltrate academia with their beliefs and to conceal a lot of real scientific research, such as into 
biological and psychological differences between the sexes. Or, uh, in general, a lot of research that was done in psychoanalysis has been concealed or falsified by feminists with a clear agenda, uh, such as trying to claim that every fantasy or, or, or suggestibly influenced memory of abuse by the father is all real. In order to just in order to uh, support their belief that the patriarchy is behind everything evil in the world. Yeah, that's that's probably that's quite true. Uh, and, yeah. and that's the issue, by the way, comes <clears throat> up with the issue of things like pedophilia and the roots of. Oh violence. yes, and it actually conceals the real pedophilia, which is mostly young boys uh, being abused by um, people like Sandusky. Yeah. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I like to keep fit as possible by hitting the gym a few times a week. Recently, I started having a nagging bicep pain and it got so bad I couldn't even lift the weights. When I was complaining about it to a friend, he told me about Angioprim. He said chelation helps remove toxins, heavy metals, and cholesterol in veins and arteries that may cause blockages. You know, after just one week of taking Angioprim, the pain was gone and now I'm back in the gym full strength. Scientific research proves the active ingredient in angioprim has superior oral chelation action that helps promote cardiovascular health. So to learn more, go to angioprim.com. That's A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M.com. Or talk to a trained consultant. Call angioprim toll-free at 877-882-7221. You'll feel better with more energy. Call 877-882-7221. Or go to the website, angioprim.com. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. 
That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. This is Dr. Bill Deagle of the Nutramedical Report, 12 to 3, Monday to Friday. Call-ins are welcome to the show. You can order at 888 or com. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. And uh, Matthew, um, if we have callers and have any questions for you, they can contact your number, 951-212-3777, or your website, matthewdeagle.com. You provide a number of services to help people with group psychology, uh, what I call the collective subconsciousness, symbology. Uh, these are very important. In fact, uh, Mr. Kushner, who is the media expert, his son-in-law, is probably more responsible for the election of Donald Trump than any other single person. He uses symbology in social media uh, and data analysis to actually help Donald to target where he did his rallies, what kind of message he had, and how he was consistent. Uh, you could do the same thing for individuals with helping plan their life, businesses, and even making decisions in corporations. Um, tell us a little bit about the services you offer. <clears throat> well, I uh, that's the main thing that I research is the symbolic influences on human behavior collectively and individually the influences on your character. So um, I offer all sorts of services related to that, mostly based on looking at your name, your time of birth, and the influence on your character of those of, of the, uh, the name as a, a word, time of birth as a symbolic timing or date. That's, uh, <coughs> that's how most of these events happen. Um, is they are timed by the collective subconscious to occur on symbolic dates uh, associated with symbolic places, mostly on the basis of the names of the locations. Uh, Now, here's the thing is that any word or name not only has its literal meaning as it's interpreted, but also because of its sound, a deeper secondary or double meaning. For example, <clears throat> and it has a very deep symbolic connection uh-huh. with what, with the mentality of those who use that word or identify with that name in any way. Right. For example, <clears throat> you look at the, uh, like I'm looking at an article right now talking about the Berlin killer that rammed all these innocent people with that truck uh, shouting Allah Akbar. This is what terrorists generally shout 
when they commit their attack is Allah Akbar. Now, literally in Arabic, Allah Akbar just means because you speak God. Arabic, right? Yeah, it just means God is great uh, or greater. Uh, <coughs> however, you look at the ancient Proto-Semitic language from which Arabic and Hebrew and Aramaic are descended, and you compare to current to Arabic, you compare to uh, some, to uh, other Semitic languages like Hebrew and Aramaic. You find a double meaning of this exact sound. That you first you translate Allah Akbar into Hebrew or Aramaic, you get Allah Akbar, which means God is a rat. Oh no! Oh, you go back to ancient Proto-Semitic, <coughs> you find it's even closer. Allah Akbar, literally God is a rat, almost identical in value to Allah Akbar. So the uh, it, considering this value that Akbar has a very similar sound to Akbar or Akbar the, the value for rat or mouse which was the same word in Proto-Semitic just as in most languages like Latin right the uh, <coughs> you have to consider you want some, uh, what the significance is of the rat to the mentality of the terrorists <laughs> And I think it's a quite close resonance, personally. I think that the idea that, that uh, first of all, animals always have a very strong symbolism to our subconscious mind. That's why we might dream of a certain animal, like a snake or, or a rat or whatever. Or a sheep. Sheep, if you're whatever, whatever. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, <coughs> that's a pretty stupid joke. But, the, I mean, in general, animals represent a certain disposition of energy right and a certain principle of nature uh, rats <clears throat> and mice symbolize the principle of parasitism and overpopulation rapid population growth parasiting like, 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 ste stealing like, resources steal here's the thing like you compare a rat is really a kind of parasite because <clears throat> whereas for example you know you look at like a bat uh it, it it goes after vermin. It goes around and eats insects, whereas a mouse or a rat steals your own your, your food store, steals from your grain silos, etc. Like a locust, in other it's, words, it's so an animal that takes that takes away your good, steals it from you in order to survive. Would that be similar to the word mat uh, hiraj, which is the invasion we call the third jihad, which uh, uh, <coughs> Jonathan well, Grace talked about that. I mean, and then, and then, I, the, uh, like, so hold on a second. Just let me finish here. Yeah. And then you have these Islamist leaders literally telling Muslims that their way of defeating the the infidels is to outbreed them. Right. That is to have as many children as possible in their countries, as their population growth rate decreases, which is also something that rats do. Right. Rats come into your or mice come into your house. Or your your or your your pantry, your food silo, your your, your uh, grain silo, and then what do they do? They steal the food to survive. <coughs> they live on theft. They're almost like <coughs> the parasitic criminal or scum class of nature, and then they populate very rapidly, and, and their numbers just get bigger and bigger, and they take more and more of your resources as they do so. I think this is a close resonance with what's going on with the refugees. Oh yeah. I think uh, and, Jonathan explored it in his four DVDs. And with this plan yeah, yeah. to outbreed 
Europeans, yeah. which yeah. is openly stated by these people. Now, curiously enough, you know, you have some people who are... <coughs> um, I mean, you, you look at the sound of the main... Curiously enough, you look at the sound of the main uh, incantation, or whatever you want to call it, of these terrorists, which is, which is stated during every attack. I mean, it's, it's a common statement in Arabic in general, but the fact is that it is universally stated during terror attacks and uh, during suicide bombings uh, or, or other kinds of uh, random murderous acts by Islamists. <clears throat> and it has the meaning, not just of God is great, but God is a rat. Or uh, so, <laughs> or, the, or at least their God is the Allah. Which well, is well, I mean, I'm not saying that their God that God, their God is literally a rat. I'm saying that there is a level yeah. of the subconscious, right? But at, yeah. on, on which a certain segment of the Muslim population. Are symbolically resonant with rats. Now you know that and, the, uh, you know you think of what a god what a god actually <clears throat> is. You know people think that a, that God or a god is some kind of magical figure that uh, watches over them. In reality, all of this, in my opinion, is symbolic of the <clears throat> subconscious mind, which is always paying attention to what you do uh, without your full awareness, kind of like a guardian angel. Uh, and it's called in Arabic, it's called a jinni, right? Um, the word God, uh, or in German, Gott, uh, has the same value as the Arabic word jinni, actually. So when I see this word Allah Akbar, I think it, what it means is that this jinn, this jinni, this demonic influence is like a rat. Right. Or is of the nature of a rat. You'll notice that <coughs> a lot of... Uh, um, Demons traditionally have been symbolized as having animal body parts as well. Right. I think it's because the animal symbolizes uh, a certain principle of nature. Like I said, I mean, people in ancient times used to observe <coughs> animals all the time. Like the Apis bull in ancient Egypt, or the, or the Minotaur on uh, the Minotaur, yeah. for example. Even just yeah, even just as uh, you know, farmers, of course, or people who live in the country still observe animals all the time, and they know the character of an animal. They know the way that a horse's temperament is, and they know the way that a rat is as well, or a mouse. Right. And so these these creatures symbolize some one or the other disposition of nature. <coughs> and as I said, in particular, the rat. In particular, the rat <coughs> has the meaning of an animal that steals food. Which is still perfectly good. Not they don't take rotting food necessarily. They don't take. Uh, they in fact often select the best food to steal. They don't go after. They they don't clean up rotting uh, or ref or, or uh, garbage. They don't they don't clean up. They don't they don't have the function of a scavenger per se. They like more, a, like a fungus or bacteria. <coughs> yeah, they 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 have more the function. Uh, like they've like or like a, like a crow, for example. You know, crows go around eating garbage off the ground. Rats sneak into your house, and then they steal the best food they can find. Now, uh, I, I want to ask you a question, Matt. So you How think about that in terms of these refugees? You know, they come into they come into the country in Germany, and then they complain about not having Nutella, right? Right. They complain about not having the best treatment. They want to be. They don't just want to have help. 
they want to have the best for themselves, and they want to take over. <coughs> it's the same right. thing, that, and that, that is very They want Sharia law, but let me ask a question of how I would parallel this with statements by Jonathan Gray. Uh, he refers to it as the third jihad, which is a hiraj or invasion, which is this rat invasion or locust invasion. And uh, I think you've got a very good parallel here. And it's interesting, there's a dark alliance between you know, the radical Islam and all Islam, because according to Bill Warner, there's really no difference such as radical or non-radical. All Islam is bad. And, uh, I, well, I think that's stupid myself. I think Christianity, Islam, and Judaism all have the influence of the rat in them in various forms. Well, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, Christianity has been apostate. But what I, I think mean, you, you debate, look, here's, here's hold on a first. second. I mean, it's very ignorant when people say that because no, I, <coughs> because you look at refugee, you look at refugee resettlement watch. Who is it that are actually bringing these refugees in? It's often Christian charities. Yeah, but no, no here's my point, Matt. So ironically, as, as ironic as it is, I mean, yes, Muslims want to kill Christians. But Christians are the ones who are bringing them in. Right, and I agree. Miracle but that, here's, herself here's is a, the daughter of a Christian minister. Right, but here's my point. And then, as you yeah, said earlier, she yeah, claims. Yeah, but let me let me explain my, why my, she has so much compassion. Explain my let me explain my thesis, Matt. The thesis is that I'd say ninety five percent are just normal people. They're engineers or doctors who just want to work their job mm-hmm. and have a pen that doesn't skip and a car they can pay for and a house that's stable. Yeah, the food. average refugee doesn't is not that right. So here's my point: dangerous, but the, but it's still not a good idea. Now let me, now let me explain the problem. Here's the problem, mm-hmm. and this is what Bill Warner says. It's real clear. There's not just a jihad of murder which should happen in Berlin. There's jihad of money, for example. The Saudi Arabians have bought out a good section of departments of universities, yeah. even textbook companies that make Sharia-compliant textbooks in Tennessee. And those are different jihads. And the jihad, for example, the, one of the problems with Islam, even if you're a moderate Muslim, and there was 160 imams who agreed with Donald Trump about extreme yeah, well, you, you, vet, you, you Let me finish, let me finish. The extreme vetting, <coughs> extreme vetting of Muslims, they agreed with Donald Trump, and they got fired within well, a week in, in Houston, for being moderate and supporting uh, extreme vetting of oh yeah uh, yeah I mean, so these are moderate these are Muslims and they're imams look, in Houston uh, and they got fired because they agreed they didn't want extreme Islam but the problem is in Islam it's part of their religious and their cultural thing not to criticize more extreme <clears throat> elements so even if you're a doctor or an engineer it's it's against not only the religion it's also it's dangerous to criticize elements within or an imam in your mosque. Or other people that are doing things that you know are bad or dangerous or could be potential that you might notify the police or the FBI. And this is the problem. If we can make an alliance between moderate Muslims that can turn in those bad people or imams, more power to them. In fact, they would, they would be our chief weapon against extreme Islam well, is have an alliance. But the problem is that that may happen under Donald Trump. But Right now, the problem is we need to do vetting against people coming in from places like Tunisia. But the danger is moderate Muslims are afraid of their other their other members of their church or their Look, faith. Look, I, I don't care what if they're afraid or not. I mean, <clears throat> I just think it's not a good idea in general to bring... I mean, if you're going to bring in people from these countries, then you have to vet them very severely. Right. But on top of that, you have to look at what the... I think that in general, it's heresy that's behind this in Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, and in the modern secular religions as well, such as Marxism. It's all <clears throat> heresy against reality and nature, where somebody has an emotional belief that's not realistic and insists upon it against the evidence and suppresses the evidence. That's the case with feminists when they try to claim that every single 
false memory of some patient of Freud's was real and that the patriarchy is behind all sexual abuse. It's the case <coughs> with Christians <coughs> when they believe that showing compassion and forgiveness to refugees is the only way to bring about peace. Well, the problem is delusional. Yes, yeah, delusional. Let me Same respond with, to that. With, let with me respond Muslims, to that. They believe that I believe they can endlessly. <laughs> let me let me respond uh, to that first. Host, you made a very good can point. Be hostile there. to the rest of the world let, and not get repercussions. For right, it. I agree with you, but here's the point: what you said about <clears throat> forgiveness. Think of forgiveness as salt. But if it doesn't have the water of repentance, meaning a change in the action on the other side, well, it's of a perversion people. of the idea of forgiveness. It's, 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 yeah, it's a perversion. But look, I think I think religion in general is heresy. Reli- all religions. Well, the operation not, not just, of it. Not not yeah. just not just uh, well, the operation. Islam. The not operation just, of not it. Not just Islam. I think that all the religions, include, including the secular religions like Marxism and feminism, are heresy in the sense that they are illogical and they don't pay attention to reality or nature. The I mean, if you if you ask yourself. If what what is the real word of God? It's pretty simple. The logos is the word of God, and the word and therefore the word of God is reality, nature. You only know you, the only way you can know the word of God is science. That's it. You can't know the word of God. Well, there really is no wall belief. between science and true religion. You can never know the word of yeah. God by belief alone. Even if you right. read the Bible, you won't know what it actually means unless you use logic. Um, you'll never understand it. Yeah, even the logic. Of, for example, as a doctor, it resuscitated. Uh, probably five to six thousand people, and I've had many that I've had come back from no, near death experiences the, the, the that are, that are problem, indicate yeah. that there's a reality beyond. The problem the physical with atheism one. is that atheists are in denial of logic. They 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 look at uh, they have a they have a materialistic belief system. Now, materialism is also something to consider here because when you look at the rat, in a way, it symbolizes materialism because it's an animal that selfishly takes for its own survival. Right. Um, so ironically enough, these religious cults that claim to be so spiritual and bringing God's law down to the world are in reality very materialistic, and they're looking for material power, and they're spreading their population size uh, in a materialistic way, just like the lowest materialistic animals uh, from the lowest levels of the earth, right. like rats. <clears throat> their behavior doesn't resemble that of animals that traditionally are associated with the spirit, right. like an eagle, for example. Right. Their mentality is associated with the lowest of the low, materialism. Right. And so that's the other thing, is the sham of these cults is that they're supposedly so spiritual, when in reality they're extremely materialistic, and I think that these heretical religion, religious cults, whether it's the Christian religion is in its popular form, or the popular and profane form of Islam or Judaism, are all directly responsible for the rise of materialism in recent years. Because <clears throat> materialism is just the exact same mentality as the average Muslim or Christian, which has simply taken God out of the picture and replaced it with something else. That's all. Yeah, they've taken out the personal relationship with God and the reality that science uh, yeah, and observation and logic was already and, there. The materialism yeah. was already there. You just look at the, the actions of the Christian church uh, invading other countries and stealing their resources or the actions of Islam. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. These people aren't spiritual at all. They're just yeah. materialists. Yeah, in other words, it's uh, a lot of the actions of America in the name of God are actually pretty materialistic. Yeah, they're heretics and materialists. Yeah, that's why America is referred to as Babylon and Great. The animal that's closest to their mentality is the yeah. rat. Right. That's why America, and in some ways, uh, is uh, a materialistic nation. 
We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. Would odors, mold, and mildew describe your basement or crawl space? It doesn't have to be that way. Transform them into a fresh, healthy, usable one with the technologically advanced Wave Moisture Control Units. The computerized operation maximizes moisture control and also expels harmful radon, combustion gases, and numerous other pollutants. Dehumidifiers are old technology that do nothing for air quality and waste energy. Wave units are intelligent, self-monitoring, do not need maintenance, and will save you hundreds in electricity. Wave units are still running a Effectively over 15 years, they've been tested and installed in public and military housing and by property managers nationwide. Buy a unit now, and if your home is not fresher and drier, you can return it for a full refund for up to 12 months. What have you got to lose? Call now, 1-888-618-WAVE, 1-888-618-WAVE, or visit MyDryHome.com. That's MyDryHome.com. Wave Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. Hey, this is Jimmy from Zipa. I want to talk to you about something that really bothers me. Snoring abuse. It's a real thing. You hear me? Abuse. And it's abuse that's been going untouched for far too long. Guess what? I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch it like crazy. Wake it up and make it a known thing here. Snoring abuse is not a victimless crime. You go ahead and you snore, you're hurting others because you're taking away from their very important thing called sleep. Welcome back. I want to raise a couple of questions. So, so the point is that uh, all the, the main the main source of all of this is not just Islamist heresy, but also Christian heresy. That they emotionalist emotionalism and self gratification of a kind of sanctimoniousness, a pseudo salvation through uh, indulging in excessive pity and irrationality and unrealism, uh, which is related to bad genetics which also influenced things like Marxism going for their utopian fantasy of a, of a world of total equality, or feminism, the same thing, going for a world of total gender equality and the elimination of... Well, we see. Uh, That's or, or being transformation right. of power differentials. It's all the same fanatical mentality, the mentality of heresy. Uh, you know, how do you actually get salvation is that you, go, you, you remove the original sin and you go back to the good nature of humankind. And when I talk about science, I don't mean materialistic science either. Atheistic thinking is in massive denial of the spiritual aspect of science. That 
They, they don't even try to explain mathematics, for example. Mathematics is not something which you can uh, demonstrate scientifically in their materialistic definition of science, like Karl Popper's uh, pseudo-philosophy fails entirely to account for mathematics and symbolism. The Word of God is the, is the mathematical, and in a, in a very general sense, mathematical and symbolic structure of nature and our mind, uh, and reality, both mental and physical, is all one thing, which you can call the spirit. The way to salvation is to I'll... go back to the good human nature uh, right. before the fall. Does that fit it's in not, with the... It's not to uh, indulge evil people and to invite them into your country and to worship yourself as some kind of savior yourself, right? Essentially, this the... is that these people, these so-called Christians and these refugee organizations... Are, are making themselves into a false messiah, saving people without actually teaching them the truth. Yeah, saving them. So you're talking about the Merkels, uh, Merkel syndrome. The Merkels, as well as as well as their descendants. I think that the Marxists and the, <clears throat> I think that Marxists and feminists and so forth are all ideological descendants of Christian and European heresy, uh, which is all focused on this kind of fanatical. <laughs> Uh, pity and uh, this this pseudo egalitarianism. Uh, the best example is just look at Jim Jones. Jim Jones was a social justice warrior. He was against racial inequality, etc. And in principle, that's good. But look at what he did. Look at his actions. Right. Uh, that's where that leads. Excessive, irrational pity and assuming the state, assuming the uh, p- the role of the Messiah yourself through a false salvation of giving aid and inviting refugees in and eliminating social distinctions. Well, do you see the Pope is as, a, a, as another is, example is a, of that, It's a massive heresy. Yes, I see the Pope. I think the Pope, the current Pope, is... Uh, I, I don't know if... I mean, I'm not, I, I, I'm I see not, him as very simple and similar to Mer- Mer- I'm not in a position to, crit- to, to state, to comment on his legitimacy as a Pope, but his doctrines are heretical for sure. Exactly. It's all a very interesting analysis. So in a sense, this is the great apostasy that's talked about in the Bible. This ecumenical uh, dialogue between different cults in order to justify all their different falsehoods and heresies. Like anything goes and logic is just thrown out the window. Right. This is the great apostasy, yeah. isn't it? It's 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 something very bad. It's it's going to lead to something like Jim Jones in my right, opinion. Right, right. Worldwide. Yes. Like yeah, this is the great world. apostasy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing conclusion. Remarkable show, Matt. Thank you. Coming up, Ann Morrison, our science blog, twiland.info, and Michelle with Firing Line, your questions on health and wellness. Answered. This is the last show before Christmas. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Thanks, Matt. You did an excellent job. Yeah, so your conclusion was exactly logical. That this is a great apostasy. It's not just Muslim. It's, it's worldwide. Made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the
the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 